0: Welcome to the Yellow Light Podcast. This is Varun. Uh, I hope you're doing good. I hope uh, you're doing safe. Uh, for those of you who experience the bad side or the evil side of uh, the rains, I hope you're safe. And for those of you are going through any wildfires or tornadoes or heat wave, uh, do ensure that you keep yourself hydrated, safe, and sound, sending you all positive vibes. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this episode uh, is more inclined as a review for a movie that I, or rather, I saw both the movies. Uh, you know, the movies had a competition going on between themselves. I don't know why, because the very different genre. But anyways, they were still the competition. And this is Barbie and Oppenheimer. So uh, I don't know what. The competition was about, but I guess, you know, they are, uh, you know, two top movies, which kind of made the charts, uh, rolling and people looking for expectations and some fun, you know, obviously both of them have very, very different thought process, but I probably will talk about, uh, Barbie first and then Oppenheimer, the same sequence that I saw those two movies. I wish I had seen the other way. And I'll tell you later why I think and I've wished that. So Barbie, uh, movie, I did not... When I went for the movie, I didn't really go with any expectations. Uh, I actually went on a date. uh, Not a date that, you know, where... uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, it was just very impromptu. And I thought, which movie? I didn't want to go on a date and... Uh, watch Oppenheimer, uh, a very serious movie. So hence I picked up Barbie. Well, I've done that in the past, but uh, this time I wanted. I mean, so okay, let's focus on <laughs> the movie. So yeah, I went to see the movie Barbie. I uh, Didn't expect a lot, uh, actually. Uh, and when I when the movie began, I thought it was just a little quirky rom com movie, and then of course. The movie, the concept made, uh, you know, it was exciting as interesting, I would say, uh, as a concept. And uh, I think the actors were great. Uh, I just, um, I love the storyline. I love how they've tried building on that. Hey, if you love Barbie, you should watch it. If you don't love Barbie, you should still watch it. Um, And I think uh, the movie does play up around people who don't like the concept of Barbie and what it has done to people uh, but also the flip side is that there's also people who believe that we've kind of uh, diluted uh, the whole idea of being a woman being a girl being a boy being a man uh, yeah so if you if you want to go and watch the movie thinking that oh there is some message, Um, well, there is, right? There definitely is. But I guess uh, I wouldn't encourage you to look for a message out of that movie. It's not a movie that'll give you a message. It does talk about, you know, how you need to bring in equality for women. It does talk about how you need to bring in more uh, (coughs) balance between man and a woman. But I guess it is more... And I would want to keep it uh, close to what Barbie is and is and is for. Like, my nieces, they love Barbie. Even the one who's about 13 now still has a Barbie house. And I think I'd want to keep uh, that part of it uh, alive. Now, there was a lot of uh, backfire and flock that the movie received for being adult and um, and I don't know what, like, I'm still thinking and I'm, I still couldn't figure out what was so adult about the movie that some of uh, the TV personalities and, you know, folks said that I made a mistake to take my kids and it has killed the childhood and et cetera. Well, I don't know what it really meant. Uh, it's a concept. You know, the movie talks about being a female-dominated world, stepping into a male-dominated world, and then the female-dominated world becomes the male-dominated, and how it objectifies women. Uh, and then they take the revenge, and then they set the record straight. And there is uh, there is consistency in how you know you kind of discover yourself. Now, if you think about it, none of it will make sense. But if you really want to just sit and watch a you know, not a serious movie and you just want to just laugh and crack jokes and not really think about what's the meaning behind the movie, then Barbie is the movie. But if you really want to see, hey, what was the message? What? Well, I'm telling you, the messages uh, will be very, very conflicting and you don't want to get into that space. So uh, yeah, I would not encourage you to really step into that domain. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, that was Barbie. Uh, Yeah, so I I came out of the movie, uh, I think I had good laughs, I had good time, I had, uh, uh, you know, a moment where I realized what the movie was wanting to uh, really dwell upon. And honestly, I think uh, we need to allow all voices and all opinions to coexist. And I think this hyper rhetoric and, you know, uh, fight over what should be, served uh especially when it's not i mean the certification the characters the trailer are good enough to tell you don't take your kids and uh and if it if it still doesn't give you that message well you're taking your kids on your own and the certificate also talks about it so i think you're making a conscious choice as a parent uh and if you're expecting it to serve to what you believe in and you obviously have the right to feel the way you felt But I think uh, it's an alternative opinion and it's an alternative thought and that's absolutely okay. So uh, do I agree with it or not is a question that I don't need to answer or I don't want to. I I think it's just very simple. Uh, I don't need to evaluate the message behind the movie. It was just a message. Some liked it, some didn't. But did it have some jokes, some laughs and some good humor? Uh, Well, it did. Uh, Is it too woke Maybe I think uh, it probably just go a little to, um, re- uh, you know, idealistic world. I think that's what non- that's not what you associate Barbie with. But that's the movie concept, right? So why debate over the essence of it? You have the choice to have an opinion, and that's perfectly okay. That's entitled, and I'm glad you have one. Uh, but don't watch a movie or if you didn't like it just say i don't like it yeah all right so let's move to the oppenheimer now i went uh, it's it's a christopher nolan movie seen it loved it i've seen interstellar i think one of my best best movies and i obviously knew that this is going to be intense because this is about uh jay oppenheimer who's called the father of the atomic bomb and this obviously was a long movie uh like long is an understatement. You almost lost it for about three hours and 45 minutes. If you go to PBR, you have about 15, 20 minutes of, uh, uh, you know, the ads and uh, the trailers. So, you know, that this is going to be a long movie. So go with that readiness that if you have some date plan, if you have to cook food, if you have to come back and give your kids something, well, no, four hours are not gone anywhere. This is the time that you would be spending in the theater and then, of course, include your travel time to know where you're supposed to land in. But movie, uh, I think I would say one simple word. It's it's definitely marvelous. Um, there are things that I wish were different, uh, which is, one, obviously the length of the movie. I think it was too long. Like, uh, I would want to admit that I kind of had a little nap for five minutes. I think so, five minutes. Uh, And uh, I kind of felt that the movie could have been trimmed a little bit more, but that's what storytelling is. And that's what Christopher Nolan movies are known for, which is to explain and invest in building the context and, you know, uh, the whole idea. So I was prepared it. uh, I was prepared that this would be a long movie, but uh, it's brilliant. I I think the acting by... uh, Every actor is, uh, it, I, I'm honestly surprised with, uh, you know, the quality of uh, the movie that's built up. I wish, and you know, this is, uh, so Cillian Murphy, you know, Emily Blunt, uh, some great acting. Very, very uh, pleasant surprise by the character that uh, Robert Jr. plays up. I was surprised to see Rami Malek. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he had a small role, but that was powerful. That changed the game, and so there were others as well. Yeah, but uh, Matt Damon. Uh, you know, I, somehow I don't know. It's just me. I don't know if it's you as well. But whenever I see Matt Damon now, I can only think of Martian. I can't disassociate uh, uh, Matt Damon from Martian. But I think he did a brilliant job. Uh, in the character. Uh, I I think uh, Killian Murphy's acting was very, very deep-rooted. He would not be able to realize the shades of the movie. And I think towards the end of the... At the end of the movie, you realize the emotions that he's going through. Um, but you've seen the trajectory. You've seen what made him feel the way he felt. And I think that is very, very powerful. Um, There were some scenes which I felt they were not uh, required. And I am also aware of the hue and cry about, uh, you know, the character Oppenheimer reading from, uh, uh, you know, Bhagavad Gita, reading about a couplet that Krishna tells, uh, you know, Arjuna. I I, I think... um, I felt that the, so here's the thought. It may have happened. Now, we don't know if it happened in real life. And I'm sure this is the fictional side of the movie, right? Uh, Where they may have expressed, but I think they did not have to uh, shoot or have the scene Uh, or, you know, the book being referenced in a manner where they are sexually getting involved and uh, he and she asks and picks up a book, which happens to be Bhagavad Gita, the English translation. And actually it was not English translation. It actually had Sanskrit. Uh, I I think that could have been avoided. Uh, You you know, uh, I would just say that... uh, you know, valuing and respecting the emotions. Uh, some sanctity and certain things need to be maintained. I'm sure you wouldn't want to have a sexual uh, act uh, in front of, in the church or while reading a Bible or Quran, yeah? So uh, I think you need to understand where you can take your artistic liberties. And it's not that this scene really happened, right? So uh, it's it's just a fiction created, uh, which definitely could have been avoided. And the same message, the same conversation could have happened in any other place and forum. And I think uh, that, I felt, could have been done differently. Um, what I also loved is the music. Well, you know what? I, I don't think anything can beat uh, Interstellar, Zimmer's movie, I think. Uh, the song, sorry, Zimmer's uh, music. I It's still one of my favorite musics. Very... Very, very intense, very, very specific. Uh, But I guess the movie, the music was really, really good. And I loved how, uh, you know, it kind of supported what the movie was all about. What I would uh, also talk about is that how the movie switches from different, uh, from making it sound like uh, a documentary to also this intense uh, argument between robert jr and uh you know in the courtroom and with rami Milak and i think uh that is a powerful scene where things just turn and uh the highlight of the movie of course albert einstein definitely takes the the cake with what he brings um and um. You know, these are the characters you just can only fantasize and only think about, hey, I, you know, somebody lived in the times of Albert Einstein and the person happens to be there. So I, I think that really was uh, exciting to see. But I also see that how Tim Conti actually uh brought the expressions up towards the end of the scene, which actually highlights... uh why Oppenheimer felt the way he felt and what he went through. Uh, I, I think that end scene is very, very powerful. And it really uh, it, it kind of reiterates and brings to the table uh, the issue of uh, how everything that is possible need not be done just because it's possible, uh, because you have to maintain uh, continuity for long. But I think as a human species, we've kind of moved beyond that space. Uh, We've not realized uh, where uh, we're headed. But I guess a fact of the matter is that uh, today, most powerful nations are powerful, not just because of the economy, but because of the number of nuclear bombs and uh, hydrogen bombs and all the bombs that they've had. So that's what makes them actually powerful. Um, And... While some people think that, um, you know, you can't exercise or exert, uh, soft power if you don't have hard power. I absolutely agree to that. However, uh, that doesn't mean that you keep piling up. And I think what we are into the space is one click away from the destruction of the world and, uh. That and this is what you know the character says towards the end. Well, I thought this is gonna have okay, this is spoilers alert, but uh, very simple. If you don't want to hear, you can step and pause and step out of the podcast. But this is where uh Oppenheimer says to Albert Einstein, Well, I thought we said that the chain reaction to this may not happen, but that's exactly what is happening, and that's so metamorphical. You know, in this space that what all of this led to creation of hydrogen bomb, attack on Hiroshima, Nagasaki, and even Fukushima nuclear plant, uh, you know, what we see right now uh, is an outcome of all of this. And I think uh, we just hope that we learn from uh, from our past and see how we can be wiser in doing what we're doing. But on that note, so if you plan to see both the movies, you definitely can. Uh, you definitely can do that. Uh, both are different spaces, but I would suggest watch uh, Oppenheimer first and then Barbie so that in case if you get, if, if you feel intense. But if you want to feel intense, if you want to have more intellectual space, then the format that I've picked up, which is Barbie first and Oppenheimer later, um, you know, that'll make sense. So I hope you... Uh, go for the movie I would between the two of them I would definitely encourage you to see Oppenheimer uh, I may see it again uh, knowing the fact very well that it's four hour movie uh, but I know that I'd like to understand the movie at more layered because Christopher Nolan movies are usually layered so I need <laughs> that time and again to fit into the character and understand what the movie is about but beautifully short uh, one last thing before I wrap up. I think, I, you know, it's very... I may just get killed for this, but I, I kind of felt that the explosion that they shown was not as explosive as, uh, as I thought it would be. I thought that was a simple firecracker that you may be just playing on a Diwali. So I don't know. Maybe I was hoping for a bigger uh, burst and blast, but, you know, that's just being me. Uh, Psycho, and nothing else. But on that note, thank you for tuning in. I hope you do enjoy the movie. Do share your thoughts, and see you on the next side. Thank you.